0: Coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name's Dave Gapkovitz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double your profits within three years or give you your money back.
1: Good day. My name is Mike Motkez. I'm here with Dave Katkovitz and we're in the EBITDA Growth Systems studio. Uh Dave, uh, how are you? I'm good, man. Happy New
0: Year, Mike. Well,
1: happy new year to you too.
0: I'm uh I'm doing pretty good. It's uh had a great uh kinda great holiday, just a lot of a lot of family time, a lot of good stuff. I uh I had uh fourteen days of COVID. Um coming up on uh, I think today's day nineteen for me. So uh I'm actually fully recovered, and uh, so yeah, all you all you people that have actually gone through it, it is it is a rough go, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm very happy to be on the good side of it. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I uh, I was happy to hear that you uh, were feeling better. That uh, that COVID thing is a real thing, and I'm not sure what the first quarter of uh, 2021 is going to look like as it relates to COVID, but we'll get through it. And uh, I'm just I can't be more excited about. Start of a new year. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have 15 to 20 new clients that we don't know about right now, and I'm I'm already thankful for them, and I'm excited about the work that we'll do with them, and yeah, 2021 well, is gonna be big.
0: man. 2020 was so awesome. Um, who'd have thought that we would uh, we'd be here in the to Growth System Studio, um, ripping out a podcast, I think number. Uh, almost 20 now, Um, and just the responses we've gotten from that and the responses that we've gotten from our clients this last year and how successful our our program was. It was really, really a rich year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We developed some tremendous tools. We refined some existing tools, Uh, refined some existing training and development. So we're ready for 2021.
0: When you mix up 60 years of experience around business, Wild things happen. Absolutely. But that brings us to today.
1: What do you think? Yeah, today we're going to talk about uh, the fact that it's not about having time; it's about making time. And uh, the context for that is the success of your business and the profitability of your business. You know, you're going to you're going to invest time in your business, and uh, all of us get 168 hours in a week. We get about 672 hours in a month. Actually, it's not about. It's very exact. And we get 8,760 8, hours in a year. I mean, everybody gets that. And, uh, and, that's, and that's, you're figuring you're figuring on uh, a four-week month, right? Correct. And so, when you take 365 days, multiply by 24 hours, you get 8760. Yep. And uh, are you going to make good use of that time, or are you not going to make good use of that time? That time is going to flow past.
0: Absolutely. I actually... Uh, I threw something up on LinkedIn this last this last uh, couple days and, and I said, make 10% your starting point to work uh, because I, I'm going to encourage people today to really, you either work in the business, you're working in the business or you're working on the business. And a lot of people are very busy and they're stuck working in the business and I'm, I'm encouraging them to take 10% of their time as a starting point. So if you work 50 hours, take five hours of your time and start working on the business.
1: So when you, you say make 10%, you mean set it aside, it's, it's, it's really a, a forced extraction, right? Because yep. uh, you know, for the average business owner, um, 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day is not enough time to do what they feel like they need to do. So when we ask them to take 10% of that and set it aside, it's it's not gonna happen naturally.
0: No, and it's really hard to do that, especially the first couple times. You're really going to have to, you're gonna have to talk to your folks. You're gonna have to talk to your secretary and say, hey, I need, I'm gonna set this hour aside. I need you to um, to give me this hour. So if you think about it though, it, it sounds daunting, but if you think about it on a five day work week, you're really taking your lunch hour, if, if it has to be, and taking one hour a day, five days a week. You take that time anyway, you wind up using that in efficiency getting your mind engaged in your business, keeping focused on your goals. I, I think, I almost think it's a, a net neutral. I don't think you're losing any time really when it comes down to it. What do you think? I
1: would agree with you, Dave. We have a handful of clients, a uh, uh, construction client uh, who starts every day at a coffee shop. Spends about an hour there. And uh, I have a really close friend in Washington DC. has a, a $10 million a year window washing business. So he's washing, uh, Commercial buildings. He starts every day one hour. Yeah, he goes to the same breakfast stop every every day. So it's 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 easy. It can it's not easy. It can be done, but it's a discipline. And I uh, I have this vision in my head of a quarterback who who's scrambling, running from the left hash mark to the right hash mark, and just trying to find somebody to throw the ball to, and throws the ball ten yards. And then you have another quarterback who takes three steps back, flicks his wrist, and throws the ball 10 yards. They both got 10 yards, but the guy who takes three steps back and flips his wrist, he can do that all day long. That's right. The guy who's running for his life back there, that's not sustainable.
0: Are you bringing up the Miami Dolphins-Bills game?
1: Hey Dave. (laughs) Hey Dave, man. I thought we were closer than that. But you know that's what I'm saying. I mean, your your average small business owner is is that quarterback just flailing away back there for ten yards? Yeah, I mean, we, we want to we want to propose a different reality.
0: Absolutely, and and this applies to everybody. It applies to the small business owner. It applies to the guy running a shop with 150 people in it. You have to make time to work on the business. They can't always be in the business. They can't just be. You can't be stuck in a boardroom twenty four hours a day either. You have to pull yourself out to sure, work on, sure. on what you have here. So, so what does that uh, what does that look like? Give me a couple options. So if I if I'm saying you know what it's 2021, I'm going to make time to work on my business. Yeah. Um, give me a couple steps.
1: Well, Dave, I think I think that's probably part of the reason why a lot of small business owners don't set aside time. They don't know what they would do with that time if they did. And so, you know, the most important thing is is uh, you know reviewing the score. And when we talk about reviewing the score at EGS, we mean: do you have a financial plan, a sales plan, a marketing plan, an operations plan, and a management plan? And if you don't, you need those things so you can execute against a larger strategy that you've established for your company. And with
0: that, you need to be able to look at good financials, understand what they're saying. You need to be able to, what is an operations plan you need to know what your scrap is what your delivery is what your efficiency is and so on you need to, delivery. on yep absolutely you need to know how you're doing um, in your plant or or your operation maybe it's not a manufacturing facility maybe it's a service business you know how how are your callbacks sure. how how's your efficiency how's your quote to actual times right so in in how's business coming in is business coming in the door as you expect are you hitting your revenue? you know, that you're expecting, are you covering your OPEX? Are you hitting a good gross margin? You have to know that when you look at it. And, and what's your marketing plan to get your sales in the door? Is that appropriate? So you really gotta be able to review those plans. And if you don't have them, it, you need to make them.
1: Absolutely. Or build Absolutely. them. And so for those companies that have those things in place, then the next step is, okay, well, we have the overall strategy for the company. We have our plans in place that we're going to execute to achieve that strategy in this 12 month period. And then what are the four things, three or four things that we're going to do that are going to have the significant impact on our clients, on our business, on our profitability and on our employees. And
0: what what does that look like? That looks like basically who's going to be the change leader. Somebody's got to take look and identify some projects. Say you have all your plans built, you have good financials, and you're saying, okay, how do I take my, my business to the next level? So you gotta identify a change leader, depending on the size of your organization. It might be one person, might be 10 people. Typically, you figure anything around 1% of people is your change leader, and those people have teams that they develop within within their organization to look at, hey, listen to your customers, listen to your employees, understand, hey, where are our shortcomings? And then identify some shortcomings that you have. Prioritize it from top down, what's best for your customer, what's best for your business. And then don't go more than four is, is what I've heard. Um, I really I really like that rule of thumb because it's real easy to get 20 projects. Next thing you know, you're swimming in projects. Write um, down four, do one at a time. Don't get so sucked in and celebrate those little wins. Get some quick wins out of that.
1: Sure. Well, an, an example of a project might be, hey, we have no idea what our clients think about us and our products. Or so a project might be, okay, we need to survey our customers. Well, there's somebody in your company whose job it is obviously to, to care for the, for the customer and so you give them that project and hope that they're gonna be responsible and a change agent around that customer survey. Or, hey, we have no idea um, what our metrics are from an operational standpoint if we're a machine shop, We don't know um, what what is our cycle time on our machines. We don't know how many hours are, are we um, billing on our machines. You give that to someone who obviously would take that responsibility and, uh, and then you let, let them lead that project. You might,
0: have, you might have a customer say, you know what, I'm really kind of ticked that you're taking, you know, eight, nine days to get a quote back to me. Uh, eight, nine days. So I'm awarding this on day three. You realize that, right? Um, And maybe you have someone that's in charge of quoting or somebody that deals with this work on that project to say, Hey, you know what? Let's, we're having an issue with how fast we turn around quotes. We need to shorten that up. What can we do? That could be a good one.
1: I love it. I love it. And, uh, and we love that kind of work. I mean, that sit down and do some process mapping and identifying what the bottlenecks are and what the redundancies are and how to take a you know five day uh, process down to five hours? I mean, it's it's doable, and um, it just takes visibility into the project and have all the people who are involved in your company on a day to day basis weighing in on that process map. It's it's just it's just great work. And uh,
0: you know what else is really fun? What's that? To take a process and videotape it. Yeah. You know, uh, oftentimes you take a process and you videotape what's going on. Or if you have a customer that feels kind of fiery about something you know take them out to lunch or or sit in our office hey do you mind if we videotape this conversation so you can kind of tell us what's important in this and bring that video back sometimes those videos really speak to us as we evaluate hey you know we have joe over here in this process and he's taking 57 steps to get this process done and in our quote we only have four steps hey let's what is this but when you have a videotape and you sit everybody down around a conference table. It's powerful. It's very powerful. Yeah. Or if you sit everybody you sit all your employees down in the lunchroom and you have a videotape of the customer saying, This is what's important to me, that's very powerful.
1: Yeah, I think I think, I think the idea of uh, these ideas, uh, and they're, fa- they're fun, they're different, mm-hmm. your team will rally around them. It's 2021, folks. So uh, whatever you've been doing for the last three or four years, it's 2021 now. Yeah. We'll do something different.
0: It's time. It's time. And and one thing I, I like to say, and Mike and I were talking about it earlier. Um, people jump into this and say, "Man, this is so much. I don't have a financial plan. This is going to take me forever. I'm sinking. Uh, it's, I don't know where to start. I'm I'm kind of stuck." You got to understand, this doesn't happen overnight. If you're a really aggressive, organized business owner, you can get going in about six months. If You're not super organized and you're a business owner learning your way. It might take you three years to really get to that point, but you can get there. Now, one thing we love to do is we love to partner up with owners and and leaders and be a change agent to keep these things moving. And uh, it's the most powerful part of what we do is to kind of move businesses along and keep them from being stagnant.
1: Holding them accountable to those plans.
0: Absolutely. And you got to find somebody that'll drive you to do that. But... Just remember that change happens one day at a time. It happens with one person making a decision to be a changer, surrounding themselves, getting some buy-in and taking a project, and executing it one step at a time. One project, one step at a time, every day, on a daily basis. And if you do that, you can make time for your business, work on your business, and you'll find that working in your business after you do that is much more fun. Right on there. Right on, Mike. We at EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do because we want to impact lives through improving business performance. If you want more information, go to our contact page at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com. That's E-B-I-T-D-A, growthsystems.com.